So you're running Amazon PPC campaigns, you're having some success, but now you're looking for strategies to really grow it to the next level to improve your advertising in both growth and conversion and efficiency. Here are five quick tips and tricks on how to do just that. Hi, my name is Matt Davis. I'm the director of advertising here at My Amazon Guy. And without further ado, let's dive right in. I'm gonna share my screen with you. So the first tip and trick we're gonna talk about today is defensive campaigns. Now, what is a defensive campaign? A defensive campaign is where we're targeting our own uh, products, listings, brands, uh, and we're spending advertising dollars to do that. Now you say, Matt, why would you spend your own hard-earned advertising dollars to target your own listings, products, branded keywords, et cetera? The answer is to make it more expensive for your competitors to do it. Um, so this is a strategy that you're going to want to employ after you've already had some success, right? There's now some volume behind you, some of your branded search terms. People are noticing that you're moving units in your space and are now actively targeting your ASINs much in the same way that you probably targeted your competitor ASINs when you got started, right? So this is a uh, Age of Sage product, which is one of Stephen Pope's brands. And the reason I want to point this attention, this is actually something that we're not doing as well as an agency that I want to focus us on, actually. Um, this, what we see here, products related, this is a sponsored ad space, right? People are paying to be here. And what I notice here is there's a lack of Age of Sage products, which says to me that we are actually not doing a good enough job on this product of defensive spend, right? We've got multiple competitors bidding now. Defensive spending isn't going to guarantee that this, you know, if I do a better job of defensive spending, doesn't mean that these are going to be all age of stage products, but it will make it so that probably some of them will, and it will make it more expensive for my competitors to live here, right? It'll drive up that cost per click, which is really the why of it. So brand key terms, um, you know, targeting your own ASINs, especially your hero ASINs, right? Um, it doesn't always make sense to do this, but if you're in the tissue paper game and your name is Kleenex, you should definitely be doing defensive spending, right? So as your brand gains more awareness, you need to protect your brand space. There's two, there's offense and defense in any sport. Advertising is no different. Tip number two is keyword count. We want to keep it limited. Now, what do I mean by limited? I mean, in the number, you can create as many campaigns as you want. We'll get to that later. As many ad groups as you want. But in the individual ad group, in the individual campaign, keep the number of targets limited, right? No more than 10 to a dozen in a research campaign, but really probably best practice is no more than five or six. Um, and if it's like a hero campaign, what is a hero campaign? That's a keyword or product that the data shows that we convert really well for, right? So we wanna double, triple down on that behavior. Um, in those cases, you only want really one behavior in that campaign, maximum two. Um, <clears throat> So why? Um, the same reason that many advertisers will split their quote unquote high value keywords from their low value keywords. In many cases, value, you can substitute that term for volume. It just means that you need to separate the keywords that are going to get a lot of search volume versus the ones that are not going to get as much search volume. Because if you mix and match the two, the ones that are low search volume will never get daylight. Right. You'll give a $20 budget to a, a campaign and the top three to five uh, centers of gravity in terms of keyword volume, the, the keyword terms that the people are searching for most are going to suck up all your budget and the bottom keywords, products, search behaviors are not ever going to even get looked at, right? They're not even going to get impression share. Um, so that's why if you see a campaign that has 50 targets, you probably look at them, probably the top five or 10 are getting impressions and the rest are sitting doing nothing. You don't have to you don't get charged for creating campaigns, right? Create more campaigns, use portfolios to organize it as we've covered in another video, um, but keep the camp, the keyword or target count down in any individual campaign. Again, no more than five. 
Um, all right. Tip number three, target, which this brings us right to tip number three, really target liberally, bid conservatively. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean, you should be using bids as your primary method of cost control. Let me say that again. You should be using bids as your primary method of cost control. Uh, target liberally, meaning if there's a campaign type that you like, if there is a uh, you know, you really should be hitting all the bases uh, absent an extremely, extremely limited budget. Um, absent that, you really, so if you say, I would like to have a sponsored display campaign, but I don't have the budget, what I would say is what can you afford? Can you afford a $2 a day budget? Um, that should be what you target, right? Target liberally, bid conservatively. Use bids to control your cost. If you're bidding 20% under, um, it will be as if it's not, it's as you as if you've never created it. But then at three in the morning, um, your competitor may go out of stock. Their their budget may run out. Their ad may get suppressed, and then you get access to premium traffic at a discount. Right. So create all the can type, campaign types you can, um, and then use bids bidding below the the suggested bid twenty percent or or more even in some cases, and that and then move from there, and that will allow you to not overrun your cost and you can make adjustments from there based on what the data shows. Um, tip number four, use broad match modifiers. What is a broad match modifier? A broad match modifier is um, something that we have done a lot of A-B testing with and found some success with. Uh, let's bring, bring this over here, see if you can see this. Um, so what it is here is it's just sort of putting a plus in front of these terms. Um, and the reason we do that is we've had some success. Now, um, the traditional way that a broad term, a broad keyword is defined um, is that both terms need to be present or as many terms as are in the, ter in the keyword need to be present. And then anything outside of that term in whatever order, it will also target. The reality is Amazon also kind of goes a bit wider than that. They also will target things that are um, related that don't necessarily have all those terms. And so that will cause your net to be a bit wider and your conversion to be a bit lower. Um, but we've had success even against, as you can see some exact terms here, where adding the broad match, it's a great comp, the, the modifiers, the plus is just a way of bringing it back and saying, no, these terms really all need to be present. And we've had some, a, a great deal of success in testing where by adding these plus monikers here, um, we've, had the ability to both increase range, a wider net, and we've had a fair amount of success and conversion, as you can see here. Uh, bring you another case example here. And then one more here. Right, so that's tip number four. Try broad match modifiers in your next broad match, broad keyword campaign. And tip number five is look to Google and Facebook for what is happening on Amazon in the next year. That'll be your crystal ball. If you look at everything they're doing, Amazon's doing now from um, the focus on video ads, the shift uh, towards CPM targeting versus CPC. Um, not so much the creative because uh, Facebook and Google are always going to give you a, a, a much wider bit of flexibility than Amazon will uh, in that sense. But in terms of the, the targeting suites, the campaign types, um, get good at Google AdWords now because it's going to be relevant on Amazon. Um, if you want a crystal ball to see where targeting behaviors, uh, campaign types, all that are going on Amazon, look to Google and Facebook. Um, that's what I expect we'll see in the next year to two years. So that's it. Five tips and tricks to help you grow your Amazon ad spend. I hope it was helpful. Have a great week. My name is Matt Davis. I'm the director of advertising here at my Amazon. Take care.